such as these will affect you in the future. You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. And now for the first time, we are bringing to you the full story of what happened on that fateful day. We are giving you all the evidence based only on the secret testimony of the miserable souls who survived this terrifying ordeal. The incidents, the places. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Radio Mysterioso. And been all of America. Yay. Yeah, let me fade that. Everybody knows what the rest of that sounds like. There we go. So we got yeah. uh th- this is uh this is supposedly the um Benal of America half of the I I talked a lot during the first uh, half, so uh this might be your half to talk a lot. Yeah, no, I mean I didn't notice it either way. So I'm kind of uh, it's the year in review. I I wonder, you know, how many people go back and listen to them anyway, but I, I think they should. They're cool. So, but I, I, I got, wouldn't worry about it. I don't think we like. Uh, we spent so much time on Crazy Tom DeLong and the New York Times and everything, though. So. <laughs> yeah, the exact thing that I didn't want to do, but whatever. You know, you have. To yeah, yeah. And then the next day, I was like, why do we? Why do we do so much time on that? But we have all this does. show tonight. So. Yeah, we'll try not to mention it this time past that, and then at the end I'll stump Alexa. Also, I had uh, somebody on the one of the Radio Mysterioso. There's two Radio Mysterioso pages on Facebook. Um, one of them is like a, a product page, and the other one's a group. 
on the project page, somebody posted something. It was pictures of women yawning. <laughs> and then a picture of a, of a, a ceramic polar bear with, with ski goggles and a, uh, and a scarf on. I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. I said, were you bored? What, what's with the polar bear? What happened? And there was no response. Yeah, that's weird. I've got this thing where a lot of people, they will think their way into some sort of thing to say or a conclusion, but you have no idea how they got there. They'll say something, and there's there's an incredibly long train of thought from the first thing they wanted to say to what they actually said, and you're not aware of any of that. And then they expect you to understand <laughs> yeah. what came out at the end because they experienced it. It's like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, my God. And then they're kind of like, whoa, what do you mean? <laughs> I could just say, I, I could just say, you know, what, um, shaving cream, and you'll go, what? Well, the reason I said shaving cream is because, you know, 10 years ago I cut myself and shaving cream got in the cut and it, it got infected. And we were talking about infections and you know, like that, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Shaving cream. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> it's the first thing I could think yeah, of. <laughs> yeah. I'll mention to see what people think because I've never done a show. This is the first time ever with uh, with the new setup and everything. So. Of course, as I explained on the live thing, the on on the just especially to try and pull off a an old school style simulcast like we like we did on Sunday night. So, but in my mind, it's worth it, I guess, so people can hear the hear the new setup. Uh, yeah, I you you cut out ever so slightly. Um, I heard everything, but there was a slight um, cut out in there. So I hope, right. I hope that doesn't happen here. It didn't happen the other day. We've got basically the same setup we had. No, I was on the phone. Oh, <laughs> you're on the phone. You're using Skype. Did you use Skype to call my Skype phone number? No, no, no. I used it as a regular telephone. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Hmm. Well, anyway, it should be fine. I mean, I, I, I was actually talking to somebody in England today, and we could barely hear each other. There was something seriously wrong on somebody's end. And I always don't think it's me. Anyway, what? Uh, so we're moving on to uh, the rest of 2017. Um, weird, paranormal, um, strange year in review. I was thinking today, uh, the the paranormal and weird stuff continues its uh, continues its march towards normalcy, which kind of scares me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the it's funny because I was going to jump to uh, flat Earth theory as sort of the next topic in a sense, because it kind of captures the strangeness of our times in a, in a, in a weird way. I mean, have you, you've noticed how insanely popular this is, right? Yeah, it's, it's uh frighteningly popular. Uh, I, you know, I, there's many, could be many reasons for it. Not the least of which is uh, one, people are really, really, it's really easy to find something that backs up any stupid belief system you have to have. And two, People have been lied to so much by the powers that be that they don't believe anything now. A lot right, of time. right. Well, it's very weird. Yeah, I mean, I think part of it's like this satire, like a satirical thing, where people are like, they they sort of cheekily get behind flat Earth. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, the guy that was going to do the uh, steam-powered rocket, they, uh, he presented himself as a flat Earther, but he was just taking their money. He didn't care about their stupid theories. Right, right, exactly. Um, 
But the the people are like, I'm looking for the article here, but the people are like genuinely, um, they're just passionate about it. Have you? Do you know anyone who's into it? Because I actually, some guy I went to high school, like he's he's deep in the flat earth thing now. How did that happen? Did he explain to you what happened to him? Because I heard a guy on um, uh, Coast when I was working one time, and he said, all you have to do is just start looking into it for yourself, and all these questions start coming up. Uh, you know about whether the earth Earth really is round, and I'm like, whoa! And it, the one thing he asked that um, Nori, whoever was on, it says, well, what about when you see boats like going over the horizon, and they just keep going until you just see the top of the boat, and and it's gone, and it happens everywhere over the world. He goes, oh, well, if you get the proper proper binoculars or telescope, you can still see them. It's like, what? That makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, Absolutely zero sense. But anyway, so what happened to your friend? I don't know exactly, but he got really into it. I don't know how he got into it, but he was always sort of like on the fringe. Um, he's He was like a super Ron Paul fan. Um, so he, somehow it led him to flat earth theory. But I haven't talked to him about it. All I know is that my other friend's dad is an astrophysicist at MIT. And, and this guy would like send him argumentative messages <laughs> on Facebook, like arguing with him about how the earth is flat. And the guy was like, this is insane. You're I'm an astrophysicist at MIT. Like you're like I can answer all of your questions, but you're not going to believe anything I say. So, you know, what what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Well, that's another thing about the 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 uh, apotheosis of the conspiracy culture is that people believe will believe nothing that you present them with. Absolutely nothing. So, it's you know, further, further. um uh, evidence that uh, people should buy my uh, do not engage t-shirts if you can't get through to people no matter what you do why bother it's like it's like that thing about teaching a pig to dance it just you know the pig doesn't learn it and annoys the pig or whatever it is <laughs> yeah it, it, saying I, I mean I, I just remember i saw him like um i saw him before he got into the flat earth because i would have talked to him about it if i if uh if, if it was that if i had known but and, and I mean, you've been in this this as long as I have. So it's like you should probably hopefully appreciate this. Like he, he has this like newfound like conspiracy wokeness that is like stuff you hear when you first get into it. So like, oh, at one dear. point, he's yeah, arguing about something with me and or telling me about something. And then and it is so great. I like practically just like died laughing because he like dramatically takes a dollar out of his wallet. And he's like, you see this? This isn't backed by anything. It's only backed by faith. There's no backing for that. That's why we need a gold standard. And he's like, it's all fiat money. And started going on the whole fiat money thing. And I was just like, dude, that's like that, that shit I heard like the first year I got into this stuff, man. Like, you're not you're not blowing my mind here. This is like it's like the, the basics, dude. Yeah, well, there's no what there's there's no fury like those the the the, the of the uh, besides well a woman scorned and the uh, uh, the what the the fury of the newly uh, converted converted yeah that's that that's really scary and it, yeah. I see people doing this online all the time They're like did you see this thing about about the contactees and and this thing right outside of L A it's called the Integratron it's like Jesus. Um, but I can't say anything because, you know, that's how I felt when I first saw it. So I, I don't right. really say anything to them. It's just kind of like, yeah, well. And that's how I think most people felt about this, the New York Times thing, which we weren't going to mention. 
<laughs> mostly UFO people, I think. Um, yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that like on your wall. I think I saw it on Kutch's wall, too, where people were like friends of theirs who were friends of yours, friends of his that were like not a part of the scene were like, hey, did you hear about this thing with the Pentagon? It was like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. yeah two or, I, I had friends emailing me like two or three weeks later. Did you hear about this? It's like, yeah, I was interviewed about it the day after the thing happened. So, yeah, I have heard about it if you want to talk about it and. Yeah, nobody really wants to. They're just, you know, that are sort of into it. Uh, even a very skeptical friend of mine said, "This is look at the video. It's quite fascinating." It's like, what? Really? You think that? Yeah. I, you know, he's not into the UFO thing or anything. But anytime I bring something up, he's like, "Yeah, right. That's what all those crazy people that believe gra- crap believe." It's like, there's a lot of what? There's a lot of uh, steps on that ladder, uh, or or shades in that color that you're turning all into one color. So I. Uh, and I don't know if I want to discuss all those shades with you because you don't, you can't see them or you don't want to see them. So why bother? Do not engage. Right, right. So this uh, this flat Earth, yeah. So they actually, for anyone who's been to a paranormal convention, you should appreciate this. I think they uh, they had the Flat Earth International Conference uh, this past November in yeah. Cary, North Carolina, which yeah. is where I, you know, I maybe Kutch would know more about Cary, North Carolina. I've never heard of it, but. Apparently it's a, uh, it's a place <laughs> where they can have con- theory uh, conventions. Um, but they they uh, they sold 525 tickets and then also brought in like a whole bunch of other people that was sort of like standing remotely. So they probably I'd say they probably had to have sold 600 tickets, which is pretty crazy for a flat Earth convention. Yeah, people from all over the globe went to the flat Earth convention. <laughs> Yeah, it was the center <laughs> of the flat world. <laughs> no, I heard, I heard about that. And I, I mean, saw... I don't know what to make of it. It's just, it's like, I, it, you know, we we do these things at the end of the year, like hot, hot and not. It's like flat Earth is hot as shit, man. Flat Earth is like really hot. I don't know what to make of it because like nothing's ever gonna. Yeah, it's, you know. not, it's the hot ticket. Yeah, it's really, it's I, just really I, weird. You know, and I'm. Well, I'm about to say I don't know how it became the hot ticket. It's well, it's, it's we were what we were all just talking about here. It's because people are they can find something to shore up their beliefs no matter what they are and a distrust in authority and it's cool to distrust authority now where it it didn't used to be, I guess, or only nerdy people did or conspiracy theorists now conspiracy theory whatever you want to call it it's taken over, uh, you know. I don't have any problem with conspiracy theory. I, what I have a problem with is people just game saying, well, that's got to be false because somebody in charge says it's true. Like, I don't think it really works that way. But if that's what you want to believe, it makes things simpler for you, then that's fine. But I'm not going to engage. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's just really weird. It's like what you were saying about the guy who said, if you watch, you get, you know, you'll come away with all these questions. I think part of it, though, is like they sh- they make these videos I haven't watched a lot of them, but I've seen some of them, where it's like they just present you with the question. <laughs> they don't, like, tell you what science says the answer is, and they just imply that the answer is that the Earth is flat. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, how come this is that way? And it's just like you're <laughs> you're led to draw, draw the conclusion that it's because the Earth is flat. And after they hit you with, like, three dozen of those, by the time you're done watching the movie, you're like, I think the earth is flat. <laughs> I have like 36 questions about why, about science that I, 
you know, I'm, I feel so, like, yeah, I feel yeah. so uninformed because I don't, I don't care enough about it to really check into it and see what their arguments are because I don't want to hear them because I think they're stupid, which I'm being just the kind of person that they think is, you know, is closed minded. But it's kind of like, uh, it's not a high priority to me for me to figure out why you think something that seems pretty obvious to me is not true. I don't really know what else to say, and it's not high on my list. There, there are people that really can't stand the flat earther people, and they look into it, you know, really, really carefully. But I don't. I mean, there's nobody I can't really stand, so I don't really pay too much attention to a lot of this crazy stuff. And people come to me and say, "Well, what do you think about there, about this? Um, well, whatever it is." Um, and the, one of them is the flat earth things. Like, I really don't know what the arguments are. I, I really yeah, don't. I, really I only know that one guy that was on coast because I had to be on that night listening. Yeah, I don't really know specifically what their arguments are either, to be honest, because it's like I'm, I'm, I'm on the same boat. It's like it's a conspiracy too far for me where it's like I can't waste my time on a conspiracy theory that in my mind is like just not untenable, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, I, I don't know how to, you know, it's no, I haven't gone into space, so I don't know. But, you know, <laughs> if there is some conspiracy to make us think the Earth is flat, I, I think it's... Um, I think it's a conspiracy on people to make them think the earth is flat and get them fighting about that when the earth is actually not not flat. Well, you look into space and every other planet is round. Duh. So Right, right. Yeah. Why are we special? Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's that that's medieval era or uh actually before that thinking because the Greeks found out the world was round. It's just nobody listened to them after a while. Um, maybe the Egyptians yes. too. I'm not sure. I think most ancient cultures actually thought the world was round and the flatness only came in because, um, of the church and the middle ages and, you know, people not being able to see these things and it looks flat to them. And I don't know. I don't even know the history of why people thought the world was flat because it's has, it's only been in isolated cultures where they thought that, um, I, I, I would, I would suspect that, you know, the Egyptians and the, Babylonians and uh, everybody from observation um, would figure that that was round. Um, even on maps of, you know, old maps of the universe or universe, the um, solar system, the earth is at the center, but it's still round. Right, exactly. Very strange. Um, yeah. And I could weird. be wrong and it, the earth could be flat, but to my mind, it, I, it's it's not enough of an issue to me to start questioning that. It's far, far more, <laughs> yeah, more interesting yeah. things to question for me. Yeah, exactly. It's, that's just, yeah. Or learn about. It's, I mean, I don't want to complain it, about things. I just kind of like, what can I learn that makes me smarter, that makes me um, more informed and is more, it is interesting to me. And the earth being flat is not. It's like, it's not even on my list. The weird part, though, too, I think is like the people, I guess to tie this into the year in review in a sense, it's like, the people who are like in like super into this, they like remind me of like the people after nine eleven or something. They're like super proselytizers. You know what I mean? I mean, I I wrote about it a lot this year where it's like they first they, they bought like two billboards in America that were say research flat earth. Yeah. And then people like all over the world started fucking writing research flat earth on things. Uh, and it became like this this weird like international meme thing. Where uh, in Scotland, someone kept spray painting "research flat Earth" all over shit, and they got they got they started to get wicked pissed. Uh, so it's yeah, like, I remember is, that story. Yeah, it's like the they're so passionate about it. It's so it's just so weird. It's like you don't see that kind of passion. 
that's why I said I think part of it's like satire in a sense. I think like part of it's sort of like it, they almost don't some. I think a lot of these people almost don't mean literally that the earth is flat. I think they mean it's like this sort of like question authority thing, um, cloaked in in the jokey nature of the flat earth. I hope, but you know, no, at least six hundred people. But I think they really so. believe it. I mean, I think they really have a, a some actually believe it, and others believe in questioning it heavily. Questioning everything is fine, but questioning if the Earth is flat seems like a huge goddamn waste of time to me. Yeah. Well, you know, like, what are the that... implications that, uh, well, the implications are we never went to space, or if we did go to space, it's above, uh, I don't know. He also thought that the, the, the guy that was on thought that the sun and the moon were, were really small and underneath the dome of uh, whatever is, covers the top of the Earth that we think is the sky. That was a good one. Um, I hate to say it, but it sounds like it sounds like a four year old that hasn't like you know read anything yet. Right, right. Well, it's sort of on par with uh, read I the like, lies. Uh, the lies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The I. It's like I. I kind of like liking it to my other one of those other conspiracy theories that I like never really like look into, but I really love is that one that's like you've heard the one that's like um that the that the dark ages didn't happen. And that, like, when they uh, invented the Gregorian calendar, they, like, skipped they, – they, they, like, added a bunch of centuries that never took place. Have you heard this theory? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. For real. Let me see if I can Google it while I <laughs> – yeah. yeah. Well, I don't – like, you know, what centuries did they add and to, to what uh, – is that to shore up the Christian religion or, or archaeology or what? Okay, I got it. Mainstream archaeology. This should. I'm surprised this hasn't been hasn't developed into uh, something. Oh, it will. The, fa the phantom time hypothesis, which is awesome. The phantom time hypothesis is a historical conspiracy theory asserted by Herbert Illig, first published in 1991. Hypothesis proposes a conspiracy by the Holy Roman Emperor Otto III, Pope Sylvester II, and possibly the Byzantine Emperor Constantine the Seventh. To fabricate the AD dating system, system retrospectively so that it placed them at the special year of AD 1000 and to rewrite history to legitimize Otto's claim to the Holy Roman Empire. Um, yeah, so according to this scenario, the entire Carolingian period, including the figure of Charlemagne, is a fabrication with a phantom time of 297 years, AD 614 to AD 911 added to the early middle ages i don't know when they started adding you know when when the what did this sounds like a really stupid question it's a normal piece of knowledge i should know but um i know the the uh, uh hebrew calendar is marked from another time and they're at like five thousand something right now what were people marking the calendar in in the in the roman empire and the christian and you know when the christians came in did they say zero was that year it's of, of course very arbitrary, but it's it's easy to tell when things were happening and you know uh, triangulate them. I believe with with the uh, with the dates that uh, they say missed are missing. Yeah, you know documents from the time, you know proclamations from different uh, from different rulers, all that. No matter what time frame you're using, um. It's it, of course it's not absolute. It's all time is is a is a construct uh, from by people. Um, but the now I'm starting to sound like a one of those people. 
um, it, there's a good there's a good argument to be made that time is a is an artificial construct. But the point is that you know I don't know what the point they're trying to make is that we're trying to be told a different version of history than there is, and that yeah, well, yeah. usually what it is is things could have been so much better if this wasn't covered up. That's that's the um, I think that's the basis <laughs> of a lot of uh, conspiracy theories that. Um, you know, since people were fooled, um, since power was taken away from us, um, and we're made to believe a certain version of history, it keeps the power in the hands of whoever wants, you know, who has the power. Um, I don't think right. they need to, you know, I think they've done enough of that already, um, and do it through news media and all that, that we don't really need to start positing, you know, years of time missed somewhere. Um, that just sounds like a silly hobby to me, just like ufology. <laughs> That's why I'm, that's why I likened it to the flat Earth theory, where it's like it's a crazy conspiracy theory that has no, um, that just has no sort of like bearing on reality or now or you know what I mean. It's like it's just like it's just like a terrible conspiracy theory. So, but also awesome in a weird way because it's like the phantom time hypothesis. Like, who comes up with this stuff? Like, who? Apparently, Herbert Illig, who is a uh, an associate of Emanuel Velikovsky, which explains a lot. Oh, okay. I like I like the Velikovsky and uh, catastrophism theory. It, it's fun. It's oh, just yeah. like uh, Brandenburg, John Brandenburg's theory that uh, Mars was the civilization on Mars was destroyed by a nuclear bomb from space like four and a half billion years ago. <laughs> um, and there's you know I I don't I I guess there's some evidence according to him and a few other people. Um, I don't know, but it's a fun theory. I'd like to hear more about it. Um, yeah, if if sure. somebody tells me, you know, you've been bamboozled, what's wrong with you? It's the same. You know, it's that evangelical thing. If somebody says, if you don't believe this, then there's something wrong with you and you're part of the sheeple. I don't want to hear from them. It's kind of like, well, yeah, then I'll be the sheeple like, then. Well, if they kind of yeah. quietly come to me and say, did you realize this? Take a look at this and step back. I'll take a look at it. But not 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 people yelling at me that, you know, everything's yeah. wrong unless you think the way I do. Yeah, conspiracy people. That's a good segue, I guess, to the yeah, I was just going to have Alex Jones here in the notes. He continued his sort of uh, rise as a big star in 2017. Um, one of the big stories of the year that people may recall was that uh, he was on the Megyn Kelly show on NBC and uh, on what was it Father's Day weekend. And people were very upset about that because they did like a half hour on Alex Jones. So it's like Alex Jones, for those of us, uh, somebody like Smiles, if he's listening, would definitely remember, uh, you know, that Alex Jones was just like some dude on, on public access, like like uh, 10 years ago or whatever. And, yeah, in uh, Austin. now he's like, yeah, in Austin. And now he's now he's, uh, you know, on national TV. And uh, there's some speculation that he like goes and visits the White House, but no one can really uh, I haven't seen any sort of solid proof of that. So, uh, but he did say that Trump called him after the election to congratulate him. So it's like, he's, you know, he's sort of established himself now as the face of, of, of conspiracy culture for better or for worse. Yeah. And I don't think it's, it's funny. I don't know if it's any kind of planning on his part to do that. He just kept doing his thing and it just gathered more. And he's like, like a big snowball. Um, the world around him changed partly due to him. But the world around and change where people don't check up on stuff anymore. They just believe somebody that's yelling the loudest that is the most passionate and, and flatters their prejudices. And Jones helped create that. Now he's at the head of it. I don't know yeah. 
there, there may have been some forces helping them get there. I, I do not know, but I don't, um, I'm pretty sure that, you know, people are, are bamboozled and, um, and not educated well enough and not raised by parents that pay attention to what's going on anymore, that this has been allowed to happen. Um, cause some people blame, you know, conspiracy theory on the way things are now. It's like, no, it's, it, I think it's goes way deeper than that. It's, you know, the education system and the availability of the internet and, um, a lot of other social things. media. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Social media, but, but being able to, um, people to communicate things very quickly with no filters. And, you know, cause when, um, we, and probably most of the people were growing up, um, things were filtered and whether they were lied, to, you were being lied to or not, at least, <laughs> at least, um, people were very skeptical about anything way different. And it kind of kept things on an even keel. And I think that, um, and I'm glad that, you know, information is totally freely available now, but the, the, the other side of that sword is it drives people, it makes people do weird stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the, and the powers that be don't, are, they're, they're complicit in this. People have been either misdirected, disinformed, or lied to for so long that they're you you can't almost blame them for going nuts. You know, it's a it's like a, a what did Clark Jim Clarkson say about the um, UFO disclosure? It's like the it's like the battered uh, wife or girlfriend saying, "Oh, it's it's going to be great now because whoever's bring is coming is bringing you flowers now." You know? Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Or you know the the reverse side of that coin, you've been beat up so much that you you hate all you know you hate all women or men or whoever is abusing you, um, which is not true. There's there's plenty of nice, honest, good people around. They're just not the they're just not the ones that get to the top and tell you these things. I don't know. You can see, you can see my conspiratorial brain coming out now. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. And uh, part of the thing with the social media is like people. It's like fractured reality. I was sort of beating this drum on the show uh, in the springtime. It's like people, I mean, I'm as guilty as anybody, but it's like if somebody posts something on Facebook and they're like so off the wall and a completely different like political take that I am. I mean, I can I can deal with somebody who's sort of like coming at it on a reasonable level, but if they're like an extremist, I'm just like, all right, done with this person. You know, I don't right. want this. I don't want this in my face. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want this when I turn on my Facebook, whatever. And it's like more and more people are like that. So you're only hearing people that agree with you. That's why I try, at least on Twitter, to like, you know, just just let everything go and, and, and see all the different opinions and stuff. But like on Facebook, it's, it's like worse, you know. Oh, is it? I'm hardly on I'm hardly on the Twitter at all. I've got two accounts and I almost never do anything with them still. I've had them for like five years or something. So I have it's no idea fun. what's I mean, going on Twitter. It. I've gotten really into it this year because of the, because, uh, well, because Trump's there, so you got <laughs> to go where the action is, and uh, yeah, I guess and so. also like everybody, I, I I really genuinely see like people, and they overuse that term. This was like another story from 2017 was like fake news. It was like fake news because everything's a conspiracy now. Fake news has replaced conspiracy theory as like the way to to dump on things seems. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you, you don't, don't agree, agree with something, it's fake news. And if you do, it's not, it doesn't really matter where it came from. There's f f made up stories, spins and everything coming from every side. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I, I, when people talk about like the fake news, like I genuinely would legitimately see actual like fake news that people would post on 
Facebook where it's like, that's just, you know, you follow the link and it would be like a satire site or it'd be like an obvious. And it's just like, it's like you have two options. You can just, well, I guess three. You can say nothing, which is like, what's the point? You can be like, <laughs> hey, that's bull- that's bullshit. Like you're, you're linking to a completely made up site. But it's like, the, in my mind, it's like these people, I can't, they can't be reached. So I'm just going to drop. And they're not people I know. Like, you know, yeah, okay. Yeah, if I all. know somebody, I'll say something. Right, exactly. If I know somebody, I'll say something. But it's it's I, always like I can't tell you how many times I've clicked on one of these things, and then you know I'll click on the person's name. Somehow I'm friends with them, and I'll be like, "How long have I been friends?" You know, I click it like, "You've been friends since May of 2010." And I'll be like, "Look at friendship thing on Facebook, and it has like no interaction for like seven years." Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, just I'm just dropping this person. I'm just dropping this person as a friend. I don't. They're they're sharing crazy stuff about like just crazy stuff that's totally not true, and you know like stuff where it's like that. That was one of the big conspiracy theories toward the end of the year. It's like Hillary Clinton's wearing a, an ankle boot because she's a, a, a boot, an air cast on her foot, not because she slipped on the sidewalk, but because she's got a secret uh, ankle monitoring bracelet. And it's like, I actually saw people post shit like that, where it's like, then they show the picture. It's like, she's on a talk show in England, dude. So, like, why why does she have an ankle monitoring bracelet if she can fly all the way over to England? Like, that doesn't even make any sense at all. So, so. They just want to know where they, they want to know where she is. Like, you wouldn't know where Hillary Clinton was if you really wanted to know where she was. Right, exactly. Yeah. I had um, somebody that is a friend of mine for a while just kept posting stuff can you believe this what is this and you'd look at it, it's like uh this is made up and just designed to make people like you mad right and so i'd write to him yeah, and say yeah. hey uh dude you know this is actually made up and here's the show here's the thing that's showing you that's made up he'd quietly take it down but he was yeah. just so excited about getting offended about stuff that he would just keep doing it so I, it took a while. I think after about a year of doing this, he finally calmed down and stopped posting this stuff. But anytime there was anything that just – and that's the other thing. You appeal to people's emotions and you bypass – and this has been said hundreds of times. But you bypass any sort of uh, filtering mechanism they have if you appeal to an emotion. Because if you appeal to the emotion, then the facts don't really matter anymore. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what it all is, you know. It's just, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Or whatever facts you can manage to, to glean from whatever information you can get. You, you, if you really start looking, there for a lot of these things, There's, if you're lucky, there's all kinds of different points of view on them. And if there isn't, there aren't, you should really wonder what the hell's going on. Um, and don't believe everybody 100%. And a lot of people can't live in that world. I have to have something I can count on. Well, why can't, why can't you just count on that you're sane and that you don't have to believe something whole hog all the time? It, be in a continual um, process of considering things and not making decisions on them. Um, yeah, why not? That's, the, <laughs> that's how everyone should be. Yeah, but like, it's, it, well, we got to find out what this thing is. Like, but there's no way for you to find that out unless you were there yourself. And even then right, you don't right. know. So... If you get a concatenation of 50 things, 50 different news outlets of differing ideologies telling you sort of the same thing, then, you know, you can you can pretty much count on it. But that almost never happens. So I don't know what I don't know how, what to tell people. There, there are certain things I know for sure. And there's certain things and most things I don't. And the only things I know for sure are, are 
are moral things like don't don't steal from people and don't kill them and Ten Commandments stuff. Moral things. Other than that, I'm not exactly sure about anything. I'm pretty sure yeah. the Earth is round. I'm pretty sure we went to the moon. I'm pretty sure about lots of things, but I'm not totally sure about them. I'm not, like I said, not totally sure about anything except moral moral issues, I think. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Well, unfortunately, most people, they, you know, they just need to take sides. But that's what Alex Jones is for, to tie it back to 2017. So that's the other thing is just like, I don't know why I don't know where if, if kids are cho- told that they have to take a side or what. I, I I do not know. I don't know where my opinions came. Well, a lot of it came from reading Wills Robert Anton Wilson and just saying you know it's like you know the, what the thinker thinks the prover proves, uh, and you have to be always aware of that. Whatever right. your belief system is or whatever that it is, you will conform your reality and your news feeds and all that to feed that vision you have of the world. I think that's probably the most thing everybody should be aware of or be made aware of is that uh, you're, you're of your th- this subconscious filtering mechanism that's going all the time for everything, um, all the way from what you see coming down the hallway to you, for, at you uh, to you know what Donald Trump tweeted yesterday. It's all yeah. filtering. So yeah, and I don't even want to get into politics, but I guess to, to sort of give an overview of like 2017, <laughs> it was like. I marveled about this with all different sorts of guests this year on the show where it was like it was it's just conspiracy culture has just taken over the planet or the country, at least, where it was like that you either believe that there's a conspiracy with the Russians to help Trump win or that that's a conspiracy theory created by the Democrats. And it's like they're both conspiracy theories. And it's just we're living in in a country of competing conspiracy theories right now, which is like. As to someone who sort of grew up on conspiracy theories, like in the post 9-11 thing, it was like it wasn't like after 9-11, there was the, there was equal time to that conspiracy theory. It was like that was verboten. But now it's like we're, we're literally like a country divided over which conspiracy theory you believe. I mean, and I think that that's the you know, that's that's the craziest, like mind blowingest part of all this to me. It was like conspiracy theory used to be this fun kitschy little culture of people who believed in crazy stuff. And now it's like really enveloped the whole country and the cool, and maybe that's why like flat earth is popular because it's like, there are still some fun kitschy conspiracy theories you can get into and enjoy, but like the heavy, there's heavy conspiracy theories now that, that like the whole country is apparently wrapped up in and it's kind of crazy. Like there's no shared reality anymore. It's really, really weird. It's it's always this way. The people that are circumspect and don't jump to conclusions, nobody wants to hear from them. Yeah. No, nobody wants, you know, and I think one of my listeners, Stephanie, pointed this out. She said that if it, the, the, the worst thing you could possibly do in public office is to say, I was wrong, I've changed my mind. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You, you'll be you'll be you'll be crucified for that. Whereas to my mind, that's the most brave and useful thing you could possibly do is when new information comes up that you can count on and that you've double checked and you find out you were wrong, say, look, I was wrong. Let's continue. Let's go in this direction. Now it seems like the better direction based on this new information. Of course, at this point you can't do that anymore because everybody will say, you know, you're either part of a conspiracy or um, you're just not listening or whatever the hell. Um, which is stupid. I mean, if you don't evolve, you're just going to, why do species go extinct? Cause they, you know, in, in, at least in the past, cause they didn't evolve to change with the, you know, change to, to, to evolve to changing situations. And 
people have to do that. I don't, I, I don't know why they don't want to do it. It's, I guess that's part of the conservative thing. Uh, but people who are liberal have that mindset too. If it's, a, you know, it's not something they want to hear, they get pissed off too, and they don't want to hear it. Right, right. And anybody well, that's anybody that's uh, um, saying let's take a balanced view of this, they're automatically working for the other side. I get people mad at me saying I'm I'm too, cons- you know, too uh, uh, skeptical a lot of the time. It's like, well, fine. I don't care what label you give me. I just don't want to. I I don't want to believe in something that turns out later to be wrong and makes me look stupid and you know it's like and there's there, a lot of these things there's no way to tell so you got to be in limbo the entire time right exactly yeah well i mean we'll see what happens because the rubber's going to hit the road when this investigation com- concludes and it's going to be like uh no it isn't everybody's going to everybody on either side's going to think it's you know one side it's going to think it's a conspiracy to to upset the US government by the Russians and the other side is going to say it's a liberal conspiracy to make you right, know right. a legitimately elected uh, uh executive office holder be uh taken out yeah no i mean i think there'll still be disagreements but it's like at least uh, what, all this speculation at least will be kind of hopefully there'll be some information behind it so people can draw their own conclusions. But as you said, like people have already made their own conclusions, so it's not going to change the minds of uh, the people on either side. It's like the people who are in the middle who are like, let's see how this plays out. Then maybe they'll uh, have the information to make a decision, but who knows? I don't know what to make of it. We'll see what happens. I'm sure 2018 is going to be, uh, that's going to be one of the big stories. Um, however, this thing shakes up. So it's going to be nasty. Um, all right, so that's kind of like the world of conspiracy. I guess the the uh, to sum it up, people will probably won't remember this uh, in the future. So it's kind of worth mentioning in a funny way. Uh, I don't know how much TV you watch, but um, lately I noticed it right away. I I, I should have written something. I might write something about it tomorrow for uh, the Coast Coast site. But it was the. Have you seen these Taco Bell commercials? <laughs> no, which ones? There's Taco Bell commercials that like. Um, they parody the Illuminati. Oh, show, I've like, heard the, about this. Yeah. And yeah. And Charlie Daniels today posted on Twitter uh, to talk. Charlie Daniels, the musician to posted to Twitter. Uh, hey, Taco Bell, the Illuminati is not a frivolous subject. So he he's come out against the top. So, so <laughs> this is 20, this is 2018, folks. This is like the world we live in. Charlie Daniels is pissed at Taco Bell. Uh, for for doing a satirical commercial about the Illuminati, the Illuminati. You don't laugh about that, man. Don't even joke about that, dude. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> real. That's what he's saying. It's like, what in the world? The first oh thing I God. think when somebody says, "Don't even joke about that," that's exactly what you should be doing because it's being taken right, too exactly. seriously. And if once you start taking something seriously, it's one part of the little door starting to close. I'm not open to that. You can't even laugh about that. Nope, 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 nope. What if you're totally wrong or partially wrong, which is usually what happens? So, yeah, don't even joke about that. That makes me want to tell a joke about it immediately, right away. Yeah, well, it's funny because it's like backfired on him in a sense because, like, everyone's joking about <laughs> how, he's, yeah. how he's upset, you know, where it's like uh... – yeah, where's the thing that I just read? Yeah, it says the devil went. Somebody posted the devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a value meal. He was in the line, spent three ninety nine. Also, the Illuminati's real. <laughs> yeah, somebody uh, McLean's on on uh, Twitter posted that. Yeah, I thought that was great. 
But that's yeah. <laughs> so it didn't really kind of pay more attention to Twitter, like you just said. Yeah, so that was kind of the world of conspiracy this year. Conspiracy's like super hot, but in a weird in a way where it's like it's just not fringe anymore at all. It's just like mainstream to the point where it's like I've almost dropped out of conspiracy theory in a sense because it's like to me it's like it's it's too it's just those two camps. You know yeah. what I mean? I like I like the cheeky little conspiracy theories and stuff like the flat Earth, but. Those sort of big, heavy conspiracy theories, it's like, uh, I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> like, I'm just freaked out that this is even happening. What? Uh, JFK, MLK, Illuminati, um, what the hell else? Um, 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 God's just tons of moon, moon landing. Uh, yeah, moon hoax, uh, flat earth, hollow earth, uh, all that kind of. Look, I, I like most of those, you know. Things just took a really dark turn, like, in the last, like, few years. The Sandy Hook thing and. You oh, know, right, I right. Really into the false flag thing. Yeah, yeah. I got really into like this Vegas thing, but it's just like. Yeah, the Vegas thing is yeah one of the weirder ones. I've got people that are not into this stuff at all. They're like, uh, there's a lot of stuff that hasn't, doesn't add up there. And they're, they haven't been in, they've never been people that are into conspiracy stuff. That, that made me kind of pay a little bit more attention to it. Yeah, I paid really close attention to it for like two or three weeks, and then it was like it just completely dropped off the radar. Like that's that makes me think even more that it's some kind of conspiracy because, like, a lot of people were saying that at the end of the year, they were like, some dude shot like five hundred people, <laughs> like like three months ago, and we have no idea why, and no one cares. Like, what is going on with the world, man? Like we joked about the DeLong thing and how no one cared about. The aliens, it's like it's it's like no one cares about anything anymore, dude. It's really it's it's like the joke I guess is like nothing matters. That's the that's people post a lot, you know, nothing matters. Yeah, it's, it's turning like, the news cycle is turning everybody into a nation of nihilists where they don't don't really care, even if something does happen to them. And yeah. I know people I my wife works with people whose relatives were at you know, were were or, and friends were at that concert. Oh really? Yeah, and a couple of them died. Jesus. So it's because a lot of people from from Southern California were there and I haven't talked to any of them, but you can be damn sure they're looking into this, trying to figure out what the hell happened. I read a story. Actually, I read a story today, probably on the Facebook feed about that. I don't know if this is true or not, but the FBI was coming in and doing crisis counseling with people and they were pointing them towards like class action lawsuit people. They were actually basically marketing for these law firms, the, 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 the FBI crisis counselor people. Jesus. That's, you know, if that's true, that that's a big story and absolutely horrible. I don't know if yeah. anybody can find out if that's true or not. I would <laughs> see how far things have come. I would not put that past them at all, getting kickbacks from um, these law firms. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. And it's just like that. I mean, I guess they don't have cameras like in the hallways of these casinos for liability reasons. But it's like uh, they don't have any video of this guy even like going into the casino or anything. And it's like. It's this whole thing is just weird. The whole thing is like super weird. Like I feel like there's something happened that we don't we're not getting the whole story on this one, I feel. But yeah. I also try not to go down that rabbit hole too deeply because like I find that the one the the, the, the more insane the event and the more like unanswered questions there are, like the, the sooner it fosters these crazy conspiracy theories. Like like the Sandy Hook thing. I don't want to even get into that. Like I don't want to look into it. I don't you know, to me, it's like it's it's distasteful. 
but there are people who swear by it. There are people who swear by that, that, that it was like fake and shit. It's like, no, dude, I can't, I can't, I can't abide that, man. No, me either. Uh, especially when there's actual people that have talked about it and said they were there. And it's like, what? The government is paying off all these people to say that all their relatives and all that were killed. I don't think, you know, if there was a conspiracy, like, uh, I don't know if there is yet, but at the, in 1914, when the Titanic went down, oh, Jesus. You know what? Oh, what are the conspiracy? Yeah. If this, if that had happened this today, can you imagine the? Can you imagine the uproar? I mean, the the, the conspiracy theories that would pop out right after that. I I I haven't really heard anything about the Titanic except for the fact that you know the 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 uh, the uh, cruise line, the Cunard uh, Cunard, whatever the C U N A R D. Um, yeah. Uh, they didn't. You know. They, well, they said it was unsinkable and it wasn't, so they were weren't really covering up anything except giving people an assurance that wasn't there. Um, so that's, that's, that's pretty cut and dried, but yeah, if it happened today, there'd be all kinds of, you know, who was on the ship, where were they, you know, who got in oh, the lifeboats yeah, yeah. and who didn't, you know, who was controlling that, uh, that, that, you know, that, that would be all people would be talking about. They wouldn't be talking about, um, you know, it wouldn't be looked at as uh, God, this is a horrible tragedy. How can we prevent it again? It'd be more like who caused this and what were they trying to, what wool were they trying to pull over our eyes when they did it? Yeah, yeah. Well, you can see that in the uh, in that Malaysian airliner that disappeared. Like, uh, there were all kinds. They actually did do that, where they were like, there were three Chinese nationals on the plane, and they probably worked for the government and were involved in some kind of technology. You know, and they had all kinds of. You know, they they worked for this company, and it's probably a front for the CIA, or so. It's like really wild stuff. Yeah, I don't know who's going to be so, listening to this or who is listening to this, but maybe they thought they. They might have thought that you and I were a little bit more, uh, had more of a conspiratorial bent than we do. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's just to me, it's like kind of like what you said before. It's like, I, I kind of like to play it down the middle on, the, on most of these conspiracy theories because you can't really be sure either way. So it's like, no, it's it's compelling to me. I, I know people in power want to stay in power and they've messed with us in the past. They've lied to us. They've caused deaths and, you know, uh, made people's lives worse. Uh, at the uh, at you know to enrich themselves and that goes on and that's just a, that's just a, unfortunately a normal human thing so that doesn't require a conspiratorial mind it's just that how far does that reach how many times does that happen how you know that I'm not sure of um, I don't think it's everything but I think a, a great deal of what we see and what we hear and uh, everything is is uh, obviously controlled because if you can control what people if you can make people think they came to a decision based on their own you know on information that they gathered themselves then it's you know you've basically got control of their you got control of perceptions it's like um uh the uh, AFOSI and CIA and all that and they deal with something called perception management i think that's that's going on all the time and the one good thing about unfortunately all the bad things maybe outweigh but one good thing about uh, online news sources is that you should be able to check these things. Um, the only problem is some people just, you know, the belief system takes over. It's like, well, obviously if they're saying that it's false. So, uh, I'm going to go find something that's exactly the opposite, even though it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That's where, that's where I get lost. Uh, that's where people lose me quite a lot. And you know, maybe I'm just not, maybe I'm just too sheepish and I'm not you know listening properly, but I don't, you know, I don't walk around in a constant state of paranoia either. I used to. I did for a while and I got tired of it. And that might be part of why I think this way now. 
Yeah, and part of the thing was, too, uh, that people are like, some of these people who are really into it, um, they're just kind of obnoxious about it. They're very insulting in a sense, where it's like you can't really drag, you can't really convince someone to your side if you're like, oh, sheeple, you know, you're an idiot. You know what I mean? It's like, that doesn't really make anyone want to, like, listen to you. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, uh, it, it can lead into, if we got, we, we hit uh, Alex Jones, we haven't hit the JFK Files release yet. Right, right. We gotta spread this stuff around. Let's put it on the internet. You're listening to Banal of America Audio. Great heavens. What kind of radio show is this? Well, that's uh, the only thing really worth mentioning there was just that it was a complete disaster. And, like, uh, if anything, it was like before the. Oh God, I hate to do the, uh, the DeLong thing, but yeah, before the New York Times article. Um, you know, that, this was seen as kind of like, I thought that was going to be the biggest story of the year, the JFK Files thing. And it was like, kind of, they kept kind of positioning it as akin to like disclosure, where it was like, they're finally going to release all the stuff. And then it turned into a big disaster where they didn't release all the stuff and they sort of trickled out the stuff. And Yeah, and, and uh, a lot of, and I think some of it was still redacted and some of it is still being held back. And uh, Right, right. It's kind of like the UFO thing. I don't think we're ever going to get to the bottom of it. The way we are now, or it's how well, it's a little bit different, but it's unsolvable. I don't think you, it's ever going to be solved because whatever conspiracy was going on, or whatever was going on during it, and I'm I'm fairly convinced it's not what the Warren Commission said. I'm almost certain yeah, of that. Sure. It's you know, it doesn't make me go nuts or anything, but I just like, huh? Well, I think that's you know, that's a good pointer in in the direction of the way things go a lot of the time. It just I think it was a lot less subtle then. Um, I don't. I think people are embarrassed out of office now, like like Nixon or almost Clinton, and um, that that's how things are done. Shooting people in the head doesn't happen too much anymore. But that being said, I don't think any files that are ever released are going to definitively say anything. I think they'll point in a certain direction or give people ammo for something. But you're never going to have somebody say, "Well, I pulled the trigger," because that person's probably dead. Oh, yeah, for sure. Most of those people are. It's like the Roswell thing. Yeah, so it's it's like, just, there's even... just no way. I don't think Roswell right. will ever be solved to everybody's uh, satisfaction either because any records that were involved with were probably destroyed. You're never going to be yeah. able to see them. It's it's just it's going to be it's going to be in limbo forever. And it's just uh, fodder for whatever you want to believe. Bill Moore, for that matter, I said, do you think it was the UFO or you know alien spacecraft, if whatever you want to call it? And he said, I don't. He said, I don't think so anymore, but it was something really important. He said it could have been. Uh, I, I know. Um, who was it? Um, Kevin Randall, I think. I said, I asked him, what do you think? You know, because he wrote the second book on it, the second big one, yeah. him, and, him and Schmidt. And I said, what do, you, what do you think it is? And I think he said, what did he say? We've eliminated every possibility of it being earthly. <laughs> but I said, does that make it alien? Or I, I think that's the next question. And he said, I don't know. <laughs> so it is he's eliminated every earthly explanation but he doesn't know if it's alien either whereas most people will jump to the conclusion say well it was aliens and all that no two of the original roswell researchers are now either convinced that it wasn't something alien or they're not exactly sure so where does that leave us <laughs> yeah yeah it's well yeah it's timely i guess because it was the big 70th anniversary this year so uh, and you were out there. Yeah, I was out there for that. I was got invited out there by Guy Malone and um, the uh, people that are into it was a, basically a faith based group. But I said, look, do I have to say anything 
You know, if I say stuff that disagrees with your religion, do you care? And they said, nope, go say what, say whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> as long yeah. as you don't, as long as you don't censor me, I'm totally fine with coming down there. I remember at the, at the, you know, on this subject, somebody asked after my talk, they said, well, if you don't think ufology has gotten anywhere and that, uh, they might not be aliens. Well, you know, what, what do you think you can do? I said, well, why don't we just try and, you know, why don't we try and contact them on, our, on, on their terms and see what happens? And the, to them, it was like calling up demons. Yeah. I said, I know people that are trying to do this. And they said, well, that's not a good idea. And I don't think so. And I said, you know what? I'm going to say something really unpopular here and say, yes, I think we should do this. Just to Call, see what... Conjure, you know, conjure the UFO? Yeah, not maybe not in this, the way Greer does, or maybe in the way he does, but not don't get, get people out there and charge them money for it. Give everybody the tools to do it if they can if they can do it, and then see what happens. And, you know, yeah. if things, things get dangerous, back off. And if, the, you know, if, if you're brave enough or things are working right... Because I've heard people from all sides of this saying... Some of them saying, oh, I was horrible and, you know, it ruined my life. Other people saying... I'm pretty much sure what's going on now. And, you know, I've, I've answered it for myself and most of the people are indetermined. There's nothing happened that I've talked to. Uh, Jeff Ritzman claims differently. He says hmm, something somewhere between 40 and 60% of the people he's told his protocols have had, actually had something happen. I'm too, I'm too freaked out and too much of a wuss to do it. Cause what he said was, if you try this, you better be prepared to have your life torn apart. I'm pretty much happy with everything. I don't want my life to fall apart. So that maybe that's not the thing that I do. But I don't right, think right, I don't think right. that information should be suppressed. It should be whenever somebody says this is the William Burroughs quote, whenever somebody says they don't think information should get out because it's dangerous, it generally means that it's dangerous to the it's the person that's saying that is thinks that their their monopoly on whatever that thing is, is going to be threatened. And I'm all for threatening monopolies. So, yeah, I had a similar kind of experience, I guess, with uh, when I had Ron Collier on the show, because I was we were talking about uh he, he he does sort of these, um, I guess, magical magic practices and stuff. And he, you know, he, he believes that he encountered some kind of like uh, intelligence. Let's say he called it a demon. But I was trying to like when I was talking to him on him, like that just conjures all kinds of frightening aspects of it. But he was sort of like explaining to me how you do it, and I'm like, I'm gonna try it. But after that, I was like, I don't, I don't think I can. I'm, I think I'm too much of a wuss to like. I don't want to conjure up any sort of like intelligence that uh, I may not be able to get rid of or something, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. But it you, seems you like there, there seems to be a way to do it. Yeah. I think there's a way to do it. If it, I, I go back to that quote, and I'm sorry, we went off the the, the beam here with uh, Roswell, but um, that quote, no, I keep going back to that quote from um, Valet where he was talking to Jerome Clark in the eighties, I believe. And Clark said, are you saying that we should get involved, should become personally involved with the with the uh, phenomenon? And Valet said, yeah. And he said, well, why, you know, don't you think that's kind of dangerous? And he said, yeah, it might be. But if you're a, a geologist, you can only get so far away from a volcano before you have to actually go up next to it and study it. Yeah, it's dangerous, but you're going to find out things that you normally wouldn't have found out and got a better, get a better view of it. Um, yeah. Some people are not cut out to stand next to volcanoes. I'm probably not one of those people that kind of volcano, but others are. And I would like them to, uh, you know, why, why did Neil Armstrong go to the moon? It's because he was trained well and had the guts and everything to do it and had a lot of people yeah. behind him. But he was the type of person that would do that kind of thing. And we all benefited from it because he went to the moon and he found stuff out and they took pictures and brought back some rocks and all that. Most people on the planet wouldn't have done that. 
So that's how I look at people that want to go and conjure up aliens or whatever the hell. Yeah. Um, just to just sort of like put a bow on the JFK files thing. It's just sort of a good example of like the idea that this whole, like at the beginning of the year, this was like sort of the touchstone event of the year that a lot of people were looking forward to because it was like it legally had to be done unless Trump stopped it. Um, so it was like that he that it became pretty apparent he was going to release the files and it became I guess it was just sort of like any like it, it, it became to me like sort of emblematic of of like the failings of putting your eggs into the basket of official disclosure because it was like everyone was like this is it this is it they're going to release all the files and I was like you're fooling yourself if you think that like anything's going to change out of this and nothing did change. You know, they dumped a whole bunch of files and I asked Ken Thomas like two days later, like, all right, dude, you're the expert. Is there anything in here? Like even remotely helpful? Worth? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, there's nothing new in any of the stuff that came out. So yeah, it was pretty like, to me, it was like, Oh, <laughs> all right. This is, you know, I, yeah, this, I think we talked it. about this, but I think people are already FOIAing the, um, the the supposed alien alloy stuff too there there's people looking into it now but i hope something comes out of it i don't expect anything will but you can often tell huh, this is another reason why i don't really put down people that are into this all the time um because you can often get enough that points in a certain direction and sometimes if you're really lucky the the clue is just like an unequivocal clue i can't think of one right now but same thing about, you know, because my wife says if you um, people are going to be able to track you anyway. So, you know, what the hell can you do? Why, why, why make a big deal about it? And my feeling is why make it easy? And so the same That's thing true. about the power structure, why make it easy on them to cover stuff up? Keep asking questions. The only problem is that, you know, because the conspiracy culture has been fractured in the way it has, it's going to be a lot harder for people to ask questions because of people that ask the right questions and say the things that s seem to make sense get drowned out by the loud people saying the crazy stuff. Right, right. Well, the risk of, like, stirring up too much shit, too. It's like <laughs> we're still kind of talking about conspiracy theory here. It's like uh, the other big thing that came out this year was, uh, was it, is I, I really don't follow this at all, but uh, it's a thing, and that's the, um, that's the whole Pizzagate thing, which is just a rehash of the old... Like, uh, the old, like, child sex, satanic uh, sacrifice shit that was around the 80s, you know? Yeah, the like uh, Franklin cover-up stuff. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's taken on a whole other life of people who were, you know, who are really, they are, as, they, like, they're like the flat earth people. They're, like, insanely passionate about it, you know? To me, it's like, I kind of keep an eye on what, what people are, like, insanely passionate about. You know what I mean? It's like there's maybe a handful of moon hoax people that are like that, but it's like what's really what's really grabbing the zeitgeist of, of the insanely passionate? Yeah. Uh, and it's like as far as conspiracy theories go, and it's like flat Earth and Pizzagate. It's like like my head's exploding. I don't know what that says about. <laughs> the state. Well, it grabs the imagination of the people that yell the loudest, which is what yeah, you, exactly. they make you think. You know, people will make you think that anything's the most important thing. Is they're yelling the loudest. It's, the, the, the loudest person in the room, no matter how insane they are, they control the conversation because they just keep yelling and people have to pay yeah. attention to them. And that's why that's what I think about, you know, some of the craziest theories. They, they just yell the loudest. So. Right. Right. And I think they also released a bunch of remote viewing files that didn't really um, 
make a dent in anything in particular, but they were pretty interesting uh, from what I can recall. So that's kind of worth mentioning, I guess. Yeah. But I, as I said, I, there wasn't anything in there that, uh, you know, it stood out to me where it was like uh, worth worth looking at. We should continue on. We just finished with JFK Files release didn't Hello? tell us anything. Oh. Can you hear me? Uh, JFK Files release didn't yeah, tell I us did. anything. Yeah, Alex Jones, we already went through. Um, uh, Flat Earth. Uh, we still got a few things like uh, Yeti DNA, which I don't know anything about, so maybe you can go on on that. Jim Mars. Yeah, our friend, uh, D.B. Cooper, some other stuff. Yeah, there's a few more things. We got like five more things, I think. Um, there, I thought there was, I guess, four because this orangutan, but there were, I, I guess, there were four stories that took, caught my eye in cryptozoology. Uh, we'll move into that. It's the, the Yeti DNA story. That was toward the end of the year. They took, uh, they took like nine samples of like Yeti, alleged Yeti evidence. Oh, is this ranging. the one where they said it was all bears? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ranging, you know, from teeth and bones and shit found in caves and stuff like that. Um, and it was, uh, yeah, eight out of nine were bears and one was a dog. So that got huge press, as you can imagine, where it was like, it was one of those stories where it's like, you can't prove a negative, yet the headlines were all like, Yeti's not real. So Yeah, exactly. And there were a lot of Bigfoot researchers, uh, Meldrum, um, uh, I don't know what Ken Gerhard said, uh, t- t- uh, um, Lauren uh, Coleman, they're all uh, yep. Lauren, at least for as far as I can tell, he said, look, they, they're um, it's not as cut and dried as the news would have you think, um, which is basically for almost any story, but especially something to do with the paranormal, the, the, that uh, people that are into it really kind of know what the what the backstory is, but nobody ever listens to them because it's not sound biteable. So, right. you know, it, apparently for a lot of people, it's closed the door on that. Well, there's no there's no Bigfoot or Yeti or whatever. I, I don't believe that because it's like, what are people seeing if there, if there's no such thing? And then I had David Weatherly on my show this year, uh, early in the year in February, we're at the UFO conference, uh, the UFO Congress. And we were one night we're saying, Hey, I want to do an interview with you. Let's just go sit in the room. So we sat in my room with a recorder and did it. And he presented an idea. He said, what if, what if, um, you know, speculation, what if uh, Bigfoot or whatever you want to call Bigfoot, large uh, unknown hominid, are flesh and blood creatures who actually, for some reason, know how to use interdimensional, you know, uh, 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 states to move in and out, even you know, maybe almost imperceptibly from their point, just like I'm just going from here to here, but they they're sudden they'll suddenly disappear, but they can be they can be physical when they're here, but they don't have to be. Which right. sounds like you know it sounds like going down a rabbit hole that you don't want to go down. But I'd never considered that um, theory. I don't know how much evidence there is. Well, there's plenty of evidence for it because there's evidence on both sides of uh, of the Bigfoot uh, controversy or all two sides of it. Which is you know, is it a, uh, a paranormal animal or is it a physical one? And um, from Dave's point of view, they're both. So that that's that was fascinating to me. Right. Right. Yeah. I've. I've, I've entertain that idea myself yeah that it's like it can jump in and out of dimensions and stuff like that so maybe that's why we can't uh pin it down the yeah. other uh <coughs> you pretty much just kind of nailed the the reaction to the story where it's like they they only tested nine things and they were like like i said bones and teeth and stuff they found that so that was attributed to the yeti you know what i'm saying it's like but they just found it sitting in a cave or whatever yeah you know? there so or... wasn't ever anything like oh i saw a yeti and 
His yeah, fell out. yeah, none of them. They're all like <laughs> legacy pieces, like you know, Sherpas. It said, "Oh, you know," or something like that. It said, oh, "This is the venerated piece of the Yeti." It's not like somebody, like you said, somebody said, "I grabbed Bigfoot and a piece and a clump of his hair came off, and here it is." Because they have tested things like that, and it's been everything from normal animals to to we can't, you know, we can't determine to it's something that we don't know. I've heard all those different uh, results. And, you know, it, it remains a mystery. It's just one of those things. It's probably another one of those things that who knows if it's ever going to be solved, at least not in the way that people look at reality and how science looks at stuff now. It's just it's not going to work. It has to be adapted. Don't throw science out. Just adapt it. So I think some of these people, um, like like a biologist like Jeff Meldrum, are trying to do that, as far as I can tell. I mean, that, that's my impression of him. Let's, let's, let's you know, adapt our methods to... Uh, to the to the subject, um, the, I think that's sort of going on quietly in the UFO uh, arena now too. Um, yeah. So the other the other story I thought was really interesting is uh, and one to watch for this year. I hope was uh, the thylacine. Everybody's all uh, I saw a lot about the thylacine this year, and apparently to the point I couldn't have been alone because a couple of academics in Australia they announced that they were going to launch a, a game camera um, thylacine search, which I guess was taking place over the summer, but I haven't heard any update on it yet. So maybe that'll break this year, I hope. Um, I have a feeling if they found something worthwhile, we would have already heard about it, but who knows? Um, so that's that, that I think is interesting because for some reason. I think also because, you know, Nessie's like getting so, no pun intended, like long in the tooth and it's like uh, <laughs> you need a new, kind of need a new iconic we need a new Nessie. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, there's been a lot of people on doing Dogman stuff in the last year on Coast. Oh, I didn't even geez. hear about Dogman stuff last year. I mean, well, Dog 2016. Yeah. yeah, that's like a, that's a big, that, 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 hot knot. Dog, Dogman is, you know, alongside uh, um, uh, UFOs now is, is, is the hot ticket. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, I, yeah, I have this new orangutan in here. They, they. They found a new orangutan. It was sort of like a the Yeti DNA was a bummer, but then they found this new orangutan. Actually, I think they found it before the Yeti DNA thing, but it doesn't really matter. The point being that, like, ah, they're still finding stuff, so you can't really like an orangutan is a pretty <laughs> sizable uh, sort of like discovery in a sense. Is that a new so orangutan, or is it the orang pandek that they've been talking about for probably the last ten or fifteen or twenty years? I, it's not the orang pendek, but it lives in Sumatra, okay. and it lives only in trees. So, it's, so part of me, I think it lives only in trees. Um, so part of me wonders, in a sense, maybe, maybe it is the orang pendek, and it's like the reason no one ever sees it or anything is because those are the only times it comes down out of the tree, like for like thirty seconds or something a day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I watched a um, somebody posted a video of uh, a TED talk, um, and there was a guy there showing what they've been doing with um, drones, uh, and they've got ones that do incredibly weird stuff. Like they, they they will the guy actually used a video game controller where you know you know it looks at your body movements um, to you know play tennis or whatever the hell uh, Xbox, yeah. and he was using it to point where the drones should go, and he was moving them by body movements. He had, a, he had another one that was like a, a, a box, and it could fly in any direction in any uh, orientation. 
No problem. It would tumble around, all that. So I think we're getting to the point where some of the you won't even need a game camera. You can go looking through a forest with a with a drone, and it can it can go it can it, yeah. you know apply some AI to it, and it could start looking in places that we never could have looked before. However, after saying that, I think it'll be subject to the same problems that any other thing any other things that we use now, like game cameras or whatever. They seem to work. They seem to quit right when they're going to get something. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't yeah. you just well, get a game yeah. camera? Aren't you going to set it up in the in your backyard? Yes, I have a game camera. I'm going <laughs> to set it up. I have a lot of wildlife in my yard, so uh-huh. I'll be interested to see what I, what I catch. But, yeah. There's you're, a part of me that thinks like you're almost destined to get something creepy, but there's so many game cameras out there that it's unlikely. Yeah, anytime something's going to happen, it's like it's it's funny. It's the self-negating system when it comes to any kind of technology. Either it doesn't work or it just gets a blob or whatever you can never you know there's a few very clear videos of strange things but most of them get especially you know um cryptozoology stuff you never get a you know never get a you don't get you don't get a patterson film anymore uh, that i'm aware of no no and good timing because that's the uh that that was uh, that's not one of the top stories but that was a uh anniversary the anniversary this year of the patterson film yeah so um, and I stand corrected on that, on that, uh, on that, on that, uh, what the hell was that? On that orangutan. It does not, um, it does not live in trees. <laughs> so I don't know where I got that information from. Um, well, although there's I've, a different I've, animal. Yeah. I've probably yeah. said 20 things on this show that are completely not true. And I'm just talking out my ass. I don't know. Yeah. There's a, they, they also but found uh, an elusive Amazon monkey, um, that hasn't been seen in 80 years. That might have been what I was thinking of. But I could have sworn I heard about some animal that like lives almost exclusively in trees. Oh, so, okay. But it was not the orangutan. Yeah, the sloth so, does that. It, There's a few other animals that are yeah, adapted. There's some snakes that stay in trees all the time. Yeah, so what do we say? Oh, so, yeah, the orang- there was one other like weird cryptozoology thing that crossed my attention just now when I was out of the room, but I forget what it was. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, I can't remember yeah, any uh, either. I'm I'm not I'm I'm not a polymath like Nick Redfern that knows about all these different things. Well, it was just kind of oh, that was it. Now I remember. Uh, just that uh, as far as Bigfoot itself goes, it was kind of like just a, it's sort of like just solidified its place as this weird cultural icon um, that's been going on for like the last couple of years, uh, which I thought was interesting. The the state of Washington town in north carolina i think and a town in alabama all uh became like bigfoot official sites for bigfoot essentially oh okay i was gonna, I was gonna say they became bigfoot sanctuary states huh <laughs> essentially in a sense i guess you could kind of yeah i suppose could could kind of say that yeah it was uh i thought somebody had passed yeah. a law where you couldn't kill bigfoot in their in their state or their county or whatever that had happened at least once in the last couple of years hasn't it Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's different places in the country. Yeah, that where you can't kill Bigfoot for sure. Yeah, and I but and I get this was, idea that the the city council were all there cracking up while they did it. Oh, I'm sure. Well, the funny the the reason I thought this was great. Part of the reason why they wanted to make the state of Washington, um, the to make Bigfoot their the official cryptid of the state of Washington mm-hmm. was uh, so. We got to do it before Oregon does. <laughs> that's 
<laughs> that was their reasoning. And it made perfect sense. It's like, that's genius. Yeah, he should, because Oregon's going to do it. Someone has to do it first, man. So, yeah. <laughs> we better pass this before the other state does, or we're going to not be on that Bigfoot gravy train. Yeah, the town in Alabama, they uh, they declared themselves uh, the Bigfoot capital of Alabama. So that's Evergreen, Alabama, is uh, the Bigfoot capital of that oh, state. Oh, okay. And yeah. funny. Go ahead. And this is the weirdest part. Like, the this is kind of hard to explain, but I think it's worth mentioning in a sense. Because uh, um, at the same time all this was going on, uh, this this happened at the end of last year. I don't know if we talked about it in the year in review, but the um, – the uh, a professor or an administrator for a state college in uh, New Mexico uh, put on a Bigfoot conference and and uh, used the the funds for the school. Oh, that's right. Bigfoot. There was a scandal, and so they went to pass a bill. I don't know how, what happened with the bill uh, that they banned Bigfoot research using state funds. And the crazy part of the whole thing is that at one point at the beginning of the year, uh, because this city in Alabama had to sort of send this thing of being the Bigfoot capital up the flagpole to, like, the state assembly. (laughs) Uh, And Washington was trying to name Bigfoot as their official cryptid. Three states, the the Congress of three states, or whatever it is. Legislature. Yeah, the legislature of three different states were uh, working... (laughs) Where we're doing a Bigfoot thing at the same time. Yeah, it was like, what is going? This is, this is a weird year, man. Yeah, well, it's a part of that. Like we said, the uh, the uh, the apotheosis or the home to roost of the weirdness. It's just be, it's gone mainstream. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know if that's a good thing. Not because I think, oh no, it's not us. You know, our special silly crowd that's into it. It's just that anytime something goes mainstream, it gets turned into a big piece of shit. Yeah, it seems that way. Music, but. art, anything like that. And it just seems like, you know, it's just uh, it just it seems like the 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 home that it has for the weirdness factor and the weird the people that are into it, it seems like it's home not where, you know, you know, Taylor Swift will suddenly say I'm a Bigfoot fan or something. It's like, "Oh god, oh no," you know, kind of thing. For to yeah. me anyway. And I'm not trying to be a hipster. It just seems like, you know, any Anytime something does, anytime a lot of people are into something, it gets diluted and you, it loses its thread. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's interesting. We'll see what happens with, uh, with that. Yeah, everything is kind of like the paranormal sort of the last frontier of uh, that hasn't been co-opted by sort of like geek culture. So it's bound to happen. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of see it a little bit now. It's it's sort of like on the, it's sort of percolating. I think in a sense, the fact that the New York Times would publish that thing is just kind of like, you know, it's that's that that seems like an indicator of a lot of things, and uh, the fact that uh, you know I hear that people at major academic institutions are now taking it kind of seriously because of that. They figure that it's maybe it's okay to to uh, to express an interest in it. I lecture actually every semester now. I actually got a, a, another another invitation today to lecture at UC Irvine um, for a guy that uh, he teaches a class called UFOs in Conspiracy Culture, I think. And, oh, weird. My brother teaches at UC Irvine. I'll ask him if he knows him. Yeah. Um, and uh, he shows Mirage Men, 
every semester right now for the last like couple of years here. And then at that point he pulls me in and for an hour I just talk to the class. I don't have a prepared speech or anything. I just tell them how the film was made, how I came to be interested in the story. And then they ask questions. And I noticed this year I got more questions than ever. Wow. Most of the time, the last few times, kind of, kind of like, do you really think there's aliens here? And, you know, <laughs> what's the government? No. And, no, people were asking me questions like, what was it like talking to these people? What exactly did they tell you? You know, how much we sh- should we believe? What do you think of, you know, this thing? I know what's going to happen on the next one, the one here in March, the, the uh, tidal wave of, of fake. Oh, yeah, all kinds of bullshit. Yeah, that, that's, there's going to be a ton of questions then. But it was just kind of heartening almost to me to see that people were kind of more engaged with the subject, especially people that are still trying to figure out what they think about things. Actually, one thing I said, strangely enough, during this whole thing, I said, look, I got, I will tell you something. I told them about my paranoid period. I also told them, I'm glad you guys are interested in this weird stuff because it gives you, it's kind of a healthy um, distrust of, it, it's an, a, 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 hopefully a healthy distrust of authority, which is what you should have. Not uh, an unhealthy distrust of authority is more like, you know, you uh, just Flatter. dump everything. Um <laughs> But the other thing I, I said was, you know, this distrust and this thing in my personality that makes me like this, I was actually in a suicidal depression at one point, And the fact that I was interested in the UFO subject actually, pulled, in, in a way, pulled me out of it. So it kind of saved my life. I think the teacher later asked me, he, he didn't ask me directly why I said that. And I said, because when I was their age, I wanted to kill myself. So I wanted to say something in that class where I said, look, you know, get interested in something. Become passionate about it if you can, and a lot of these issues about be- feeling bad about things are going to go away because suddenly you'll be interested in things, and life looks different when you're interested. That was something I threw in there as a, as a, because I knew you know there's like four or five people in there that are goth to hell, you know, at least in their feelings. So yeah, yeah, you have to be Most at that age if you're not if you're, if you're not yeah, if you're not yeah. if you're not horribly depressed when you're college age. There's something wrong with you. exactly (laughs) at Um, least part of the time (laughs) yeah so i forget yeah that was kind of all the crypto stuff that's fit to print i think for 2017 um we'll see what happens this year you know anything can happen with that kind of stuff yeah i don't know what it's you know all the time if there's a if something big happens like an impeachment or some other terrorist attack I'm not exactly sure it's going to kill the subject like 9/11 did. 9/11 killed um, the paranormal and and, uh, and I definitely U- think that UFOs happened. for like ten years. I definitely think that happened in a subtle way this year after the after the election last year because I think people I still think that like people are still I think like as much for, people weren't as passionate about politics. Let's put it that way, like previously, and so. Right, you're uh, almost you're almost compelled to now. At least, in right. some, you, you know, you got to be involved in some way. I've had people yeah. get mad at me because I'm not political enough. It's like screw you. I I got my own political views. You can, I'm not going to push them on anybody. Every once in a while, I'll talk about it. But you're a bot, lot better. Re- you yelling at me are a lot better recruiter than I would ever be. Um, actually, maybe not because you're you're annoying. But <laughs> um, there's there's plenty of of sources for alternate information if you look for them. Especially, you know, a lot of my friends that i trust send me to those things which is great you know yeah i just think like more people now than ever are obsessed with the day-to-day minutiae of of national politics than they were uh two even two years ago so it's like 
they don't have the time for Bigfoot and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's just a theory that I have, just because it seems like, and that was the sort of 9-11 thing, where it was like, everyone, you need, you were living in the now. Everyone was living in the now. now? It seems like that, more than ever, that's the case now. No pun intended. What'd you say? Sigridge <laughs> just said, if you're too re- busy to research Bigfoot, then you're too busy. <laughs> That's for sure. Put that one on the shirt. <laughs> That's the next shirt. <laughs> I'll that for sure, yeah. <laughs> Every time I come up with a stupid idea, it's like, hmm, I, and if it sits with me for more than two days, I throw a shirt up there on Zazzle. So. <laughs> um, I guess the last thing in here was D.B. Cooper, just the... I just found it interesting this week. It's like this, this, this guy who's like, seems like he's really close to, he seems like he's certain. And every time, every few weeks, there's like a new story out that he has found another clue. Is this the guy that he's been on coast at least once? He thinks it's like some guy that lives in California or something now. And yeah, he thinks it's some guy who's alive for sure. I don't know where he lives, but somewhere in that area. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he like, he traced him. He had like a boat in Marina del Rey for a while. And then he was in San Diego or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And just, just like last week, it came out that he like, that the FBI letter came out. Uh, they released a letter they thought Cooper wrote. And at the bottom it had codes and the guy, uh, he has a team of like researchers and they, okay, this was the dude I heard on coast. Yeah. Yeah. They looked at the, looked at the numbers and, ran them through all kinds of searches or whatever and had a code breaker look at them and they like connected each one of the numbers connected to this same dude's uh, branches of like the army, you know, different units in the army he was in matched up to the numbers Yeah, where it was like, what are the odds? Right. Um, and I guess the story is the FBI, like they don't want to, they don't want to do anything about this guy's <laughs> research because he's, they, it'll make them look silly. That's kind of the idea. Which yeah. I kind of believe. That's his name. Uh, I've I've got that. This was the guy I heard. His name is Rackstraw. Yeah, He's, that's the suspect. Yeah. Yeah, and the 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 uh, I can't remember the name of the the guy that uh, the the guy that has this team here. Tom Colbert. There you go, Tom. Yes, yes. Colbert, uh, Colbert, yes, whatever. Every, Tom Colbert. Every time I read it, yeah, I, I, I pronounce it like Colbert, but yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's how it's supposed to be or not. Yeah. Um, he says his name is. I'm trying to think. Robert Rackstraw. That's a. That sounds like a Scooby Doo name. Robert Robert, Robert Rackstraw. Um, yeah. Well, it would be good. Yeah, it fits for the for the story too. Yeah. Know? Exactly. <laughs> anyway, so that uh, if people want to look it up, that's the uh, that's that's the thread you got to follow. Yeah. Uh, and it seems seems like it's a legit lead, and uh, much like the alien alloys, they're at an impasse uh, as to. Unless this guy can dig up something even better to connect this guy, uh, Rackshaw, to the crime, or Rexaw. Straw. Uh, yeah. Straw. <laughs> Rock raw. Uh, <laughs> then they can't really, nothing's going to happen. I can see this guy, the suspect, dying, and then the FBI being like, yeah, we knew it was him, but we didn't arrest him because he was 80 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. even then, they, they would look kind of like jerks for not doing that, but who knows? We'll see if that ever gets cleared up, but the more this guy uncovers, the tighter the circle is on this uh, rack straw guy. Yeah. Um, you know, so you maybe know, that's what we'll see solved someday, you know? I that's never... one thing that can be solved. Unlike, you know, uh, JFK and uh, um, maybe Bigfoot and most certainly um, 
uh, Roswell, that uh, this is something where you've got a bunch of evidence still sitting around and maybe some that hasn't been uncovered yet. And that can be almost unequivocal uh, if he gets it right. Although there have been many people sent to jail uh, (laughs) without enough evidence. But it sounds like this guy's, I mean, I listened to the show and I've read some of his stuff and it's a compelling story. Right. This dude can make like a deathbed confession, you know. Yeah. So, so the next thing you know, but, uh, yeah, did it. I always point to, it's like we should always hang our hat on, <laughs> ironically enough, as sorted as it's out, hang our hat on, uh, on Deep Throat. Cause that, if anything was tailor made to be like a generational mystery that no one, that people would fucking argue about, uh, you know, Deep Throat was, and that, that got solved. So, you know, because the guy came forward and said he was he was yeah, a guy. Mark so. felt and then they actually were able to through a through different parts of it's piecing different bits of evidence together. It's fairly, fairly certain that it was um, Mark felt yeah. because he said the right things and said things that people shouldn't have known at the time and all that. Yeah. So it's like if he hadn't decided to tell the world, uh, I don't know if they were going to keep it a secret after he died or not, but. Essentially, it's like it could have been something that we'd still be talking about today and there'd be, you know, little communities like uh, like Colbert uh, or Colbert uh, trying to get to the <laughs> bottom of that mystery. You know, like the folks who are doing the Amelia Earhart stuff. It's like every every group has its every every mystery has its group. Yeah. Well, there's that group that's that you just posted the other day that's um, going out looking in the Indian Ocean for the 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 um, oh, Malaysian airliner. airliner. Yeah. Yeah. So all these all these mysteries have. uh... okay. the last thing you had on here and we've got 15 (laughs) minutes to talk about him and and stumping Alexa's uh, the Jim Mars. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did Radio Mysterioso uh, and we talked a lot about Jim. So it's like I almost don't want to say too much more, but it's, you know, that it was just sad. We lost Jim. We lost a lot of like big people this year. Uh, uh, Our Gary Patterson died also and yeah. um oh no i feel bad i forget her name um she was like a, she was like uh an icon of she's the one that did the gulf war syndrome oh dr joyce riley oh okay i didn't know that she had died yeah yeah and um and i think the guy who popularized 2012 died too yeah um I don't have his name on here right really? now. <laughs> to me, it just seemed like something that was just all over the place. I don't know. I couldn't even like. Oh, John Major Jenkins. Yeah. Okay. He, was, he says, uh, yeah, he was credited essentially with sort of like being the guy that put tw- uh, the, the 2012 thing on the map. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he died this year. And his uh, his whole thing was like that he uh, he kept trying to tell everybody that the, that the thing, the date wasn't <laughs> the date wasn't like any big deal. But it got away from him. It, it was oh, almost okay. like a tragic sort of story, um, you know, because I was like going on his website and looking at some of the stuff he wrote like at the time. And he was like, everyone needs to calm down. Like, this is not this is not like the end of the world here. Yeah. And December like, or whatever oh, it was, 2012. Yeah. December 21st, 2012. Um, yeah. Well, there's another yeah, I, example of, you know, when something gets something gets pulled into the mainstream, it all subtlety is lost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just going. I'm just going to miss Jim. Jim was a huge influence on uh, on on me. And if I, you know, I've said it a million times. If I if I hadn't picked up his book, I never would have got into all this. And we started every season with him. And it's just, 
it's just sad, man. He was he was the man. I mean, we had the chance to meet him in Texas. Uh, he came out to Texas just just to show us around the Aurora. Cemetery. Well, he he lived like less than ten miles from it, I think. Yeah. And that guy Dan uh, went and picked him up, um, brought him over, and and I still have the pictures of Jim Mars standing there in the cemetery with his little dossier on on the uh, Aurora the Aurora crash. Then he took us over to the well and talked about that a little bit, I think, the, where they supposedly threw the pieces. And Yeah. Anyway, so that was a really, really cool little thing. to. Um, and I'd seen Jim one other time in my life and be able to talk to him at the uh, Laughlin Conference in uh, when Bob Brown and his family used to run it back in uh, early 2000s, I think in 2002 or three, something like that. Um, I sang karaoke in the, on the same, not on the same time, but on the same stage with Jim. He was hanging out with... He just said, let's go to the bar. And Dave Childress was there and Walter was with us and Walter Bosley. And we went to the bar. We went to this like big like room um, that had a bar in it. And we all sang karaoke. And Jim Mars sang Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me that story. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, he was. It's funny. I I mean, there's a lot of people. I, I can't recall. uh Ever really hearing about him sort of like having a feud with anybody or having a crossword really to say about anybody? You know what I mean? He was just very no, he didn't. He was he didn't. Yeah, you know what, what I mean? what I said to um, I can't. I think I was working with Jimmy Church or somebody, and he was talking about him. I sent him an email and I said, I you know I I never saw Jim pull rank with anybody. You know what I mean? Like I know and you don't or whatever. He was just kind of like, well, whatever. You know, if he disagreed with somebody, he'd be kind of like agree to disagree, which is a which is a gen- whatever you think of his research or anything like that. He was he was uh, very gentlemanly. Yeah, he was a great guy. I, I, I'm sure we didn't talk about this unless I was on Radio Mysterioso after he uh, l- later after he passed away. But he uh, they shot his ashes out of a cannon. You know. Oh yes, I'd heard about this. <laughs> yeah, is that what he wanted? Like, I would assume so. Or if he hope- didn't, I'm sure he would have thought it was awesome. So. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah it's just it's going to be a, a a lonely uh community without jim around i guess that's probably the best way to put it uh you know and and he'll uh i feel like in a way for me personally it'll be like as melodramatic as this might sound to some people uh in a lot of ways it'll be like how i feel now that my dad's gone he's been gone for like 10 years but like things happen in the world uh and you're just like oh i w- wish i could hear yeah what, opinion what, what this. would he's his take be yeah and it's like for the rest of my life like every time something like comes up it will be like like when these jfk files yeah. came out what would like, jim oh, say jim. yeah yeah or the or the new york times thing it was like oh i wish, wish jim was here like <laughs> we yeah. have so much to talk about <laughs> yeah <laughs> like oh my god um you know and it's just eerie. The whole thing, you know, it's the final season. He started every season. It's like uh, a final season of yeah. uh, been all of America. He was on. Well, all of America, yeah, he was on for this this last season. Yeah, he started, it was the final season, and uh, it was the final interview. And it's like this. It's, if anything, you know, the fates sort of like tell. It's, it's, I, I don't need any more confirmation, man. Like that. This is. That, that this is the path it has to go. I couldn't do a season eleven. The show starts with Jim Mars, so yeah. whatever, <laughs> whatever comes next, like will won't be what people have been hearing for like the last decade. So okay. it's exciting. You you want to shut oh. the door on this, or you got something else? 
Yeah, I think we can pretty much shut the door on the year. I did want to mention because so I can uh, stump Alexa. I've I've wanted to uh, I've I've put this guy over in a bunch of places, but I think if uh, if any because it's talk segue from <laughs> from uh, my show sort of winding down, I have to put over Aaron Golius's saucer life. It's amazing. Um, it's uh, I said on Twitter at the end of the year that I think it really like. It, it was like transformative in a way for sort of this genre. It was like, he's really, he's really tapped into something really different and, and, uh, and exciting in a way. And, uh, so I can't put him over enough saucer life. It's really good. Yeah. I still have to listen to it. Please, please forgive me, Aaron, if you're listening to this, that I still have to listen to that. Cause I don't, I generally don't listen to other podcasts cause I'm either too busy doing this or trying to get other stuff done. Um, Je- Jeff, I, I uh, go ahead. I haven't listened uh, to the more recent ones, but I can tell you, I, I listened like through, I think till the holiday started, then I got busy, but, uh, it's incredibly accessible because the shows are like, some of them are like 15 minutes long. Yeah. That's so perfect. Like, this is genius. Yeah. It's like, Jesus, I'm yeah, it's two a, hour shows. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a par- podcast vine. So, you know, comparatively, yeah. uh, yeah. Jeff on the, on the uh, show chat at Radio Mysterioso actually said, Robert John, founder of the, uh, pair lab princeton engineering anomalies research lab also passed away this last year um oh, for sure. yeah um the, very important uh, figure in the um parapsychology world actually not even parapsychology i mean it, the the theory of it what might be behind it and the, the most, yeah. most sophisticated experiments basically in the next you know a generation or two after uh, uh jb ryan and, and and his wife uh did their experiments i think uh, pair lab lab is like you know the the rightful heir to the uh the rhine uh at least uh, one of the main ones to the rhine uh, legacy so yeah it was important yeah. thanks jeff for mentioning that yeah yeah and apologies to fans family friends of people who we did mention it's like there was, this wasn't anything this is just off the top of my head uh <laughs> right uh, off the off the subject of jim uh to some of those other folks who passed away so i'm sure i mean hell tom petty passed away that was yeah yeah. <laughs> Who knows what the hell we're going to be talking about next year? We'll do one at least on my. You're, I don't know what iteration you're going to have with all your brand new toys, but definitely if you know this show's still going, and I don't have any pro- pl- plans to get rid of it. Who knows what the hell we'll be talking about at the end of this this year? Yeah, we'll be if I, we're I, still I, here. <laughs> I, you know exactly. I'm down with doing year in review every year, so it's it's fine with me. I enjoy doing them. Um, yeah. As far as hot or not for next year, hot UFOs. Um, yep, already conspiracies. Uh, you know, I think alternative science still too, like space. I think space I think, is getting. Yeah, hard. I think that's going to be the. Uh, from what I'm hearing about the fallout from the the, you know, whatever you think about DeLong and that whole thing, I think the fallout of it is a opening up of science into areas that were previously forbidden and i think as long as that's democratic as possible where everybody's open and nobody owns the technology completely or whatever which probably won't happen i think that was that's probably your most um impactful uh prediction for next year for this year yeah so we'll see what happens all right you want to try and stump alexa yeah okay i've got two ufo questions and two music requests so I don't know. The music right. request might be easier. The first one I told you before we came on. What was Barney and Betty Hill's dog's name? All right, let's try it out. Alexa, 
What were Betty and Barney Hill's dogs' name? Here's something I found on Wikipedia. Barney and Betty Hill were an American couple who claimed they were abducted by extraterrestrials in a rural portion of New Hampshire from September 19th to September 20th, 1961. Trying to BS the BS her way through the answer. Yeah, she just reads Wikipedia, so that's that's all right. That's how it works for like. Uh... <laughs> okay. I just realized that. I yeah. I just realized that like all this shit about how they how they use it to listen in on you. So it's like they just got like whoever. <laughs> So someone in a giant warehouse at Amazon just got like uh, the full year in review episode by because <laughs> it's in the room with us. <laughs> uh, so 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 Alexa doesn't know Barney and Betty Hill's dog's name. Yeah. Oh, so, so I've stumped Alexa already. That's um, uh, it was Delzy, and Delzy was a mm. dachshund. There if you, you go. see that okay. formal picture of him, they have Delzy sitting on uh, Betty Hill's lap. Uh, what year did Rex Heflin get his, get his UFO photos returned? Can you do that one? Oh, returned. All right. She'll probably tell me when it was when he took them. But Alexa, what year did Rex Heflin get his photos returned? Sorry, I'm not sure. No, she doesn't even go to Wikipedia on that. Yeah. So, so I've already stumped Alexa. Yes. Now, the, I, what I said I could do is stump Alexa on music. Right, right. Okay, so actual uh, questions is hard. She's not, you know. Okay, they're not there yet. Ask her to play the song from "Worlds Afar" by Molly Thompson. Is that the title uh, from "Worlds Afar"? Yeah, that is the name of the song. Okay, Alexa, play "Worlds Afar" by Molly Thompson. I can't find "Worlds Afar" by Molly Thompson. <laughs> wow, you stumped her on the music. I'm stunned. One more. Play Hava Nagila by Whistling Jack Smith. All right. <laughs> Alexa, play Hava Nagila by Whistling Jack Smith. I can't find Hava Nagila. Oh! I stumped Alexa on every one of them. Yeah, you swept her 4-0. Oh. Wow. <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> She's more for telling you what the weather's like. <laughs> you said that she'd play any song. Almost I, any song. Almost does, any does, song. does Alexa play stuff off YouTube? No, no, no. She plays it from the Amazon catalog. Oh, okay. So that, that I could have probably stumped her with anything, almost. I could could have asked her for um, what? I'm trying to think of kind of a more normal who sings, one. He's just, who sings that He's Just a Scientist song? Uh, um, uh, that might be on there. Um, I think it may let, let me look it up here. There, there's yeah. a, actually a couple different versions of it, believe it or not. Yeah, but there's one that's like a kitschy version. That Connie Francis. Yeah, that's uh, it. Yeah. Alexa, play He's Just a Scientist by Connie Francis. He's just a scientist. Francis. See? <laughs> that's what happens. It has, to be on, it has to be on the Amazon Music Catalog, huh? Alexa, stop. Yeah. Alexa, stop so playing that shit. I'm sick of it. You know. What's that? I said, Alexa, stop playing that. I'm sick of it. Oh, now she's listening to me on the on the speakers, I guess. Or do you have headphones no, on? I got you on the headphones. Oh, okay. okay. I didn't. I probably missed, missold it on the at the end of Sunday night's show because I was pretty tired and it, <laughs> it had been a long night. Um, but, yeah, no, it's cool if you like, you know. 
if you don't want to fumble around for CDs or anything like that, or even even your phone and just like shout out a song you want, I find it to be pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, we we had one in the uh, we walked into the Airbnb in Tucson where we stayed last week, and as soon as we walked in, I saw it there, and and my sister in law actually went and unplugged it immediately after I said, Alexa, stop spying on us. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't see what. I thought about it like it would be good to bring. Uh, like if I brought us to Paramania just to just to have music in the room. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, it's like ah, it doesn't really matter to me what what it might hear. Because <laughs> like, I'm not really... going anywhere near your room. Yeah. Or if I do, well, I'll I just start saying a whole bunch of horrible stuff that'll get you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah, no, I probably wouldn't bring it because it's like it's kind of a pain in the ass to hook up anyway. So it's like, and I don't want, I don't want to be on the Wi-Fi of. That's where you do get worried. I don't want to be like on the Wi-Fi of like the hotel and just essentially give them a speaker into my room. You know, that's when you. I don't mind it so much on my home network or anything, but yeah, honestly, as crazy as it sounds, I think it's like I, I. I was looking at the news today about that CES convention and uh, I think it's in Vegas. Um, and, and uh, these things are going to get bigger and bigger. The digital, per- digital personal assistants. It's like they're adding them into like everything. So, but yeah, cause they're talking about putting them in cars and shit. So I think it's going to be like cell phones. You're not going to be able to get away from these things uh, eventually. So might as well lean into the, lean into the uh, new world order. <laughs> Um, okay, I let you pick. I've I haven't picked the, the song I want at the end of my show in a long time. I always ask the guest, but I asked you last time, and you picked um, what was it? Uh, Pleasant Valley Sunday. That's it. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I recently went on um, on a spree on uh, on YouTube and looked for more UFO songs, and I found a lot of them. Let's see. Let, let me see if I can find one of them here. Oh, here we go. You oh, have... Hold on. I do want to say, dude, thank you for everything over the years, uh, for being on the show all these times. I meant to look it up, count them, uh, but I don't remember what it was. I'll post it later, but, you know, dozens of times you were on the show, at least. Baseball specials, and, uh, you know, you were, like, one of the first, like, five guests I think we had on the show. So you're you're uh, integral to this whole thing. So thank you for all the, all the good times. And I'm sure this won't be the last time we do shit, so... But, of know, course not, and it's the end been of season sort of thing. totally fun and an honor the whole time. I'll talk to you soon, Tim. Thanks very much, and thanks yes. everybody for listening. All right, good night, guys. Uh-